You've selected Country AF Radio on demand. Can take it with me anywhere. Plays whatever I want. You've heard of TED Talks. Now listen to Toad Talks. John Langston. What's up, buddy? Dude, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm in Vegas. I'm fine. You are in <laughs> Vegas. When was your last time here in Vegas? Uh, we were here a few months ago, actually. We played a, uh, there was a house building uh, workers convention that we got to perform for uh, uh, Ply Gym. They had us come out and we uh, we played a little show for them. It was awesome. Sweet. Kind of like a private little thing? Yeah, it was a private Where game. was it at? It was uh, right there. Man, I couldn't tell you. It was outside and it was cold. It's changed a lot since the last time we came here. Right. It was like 35 degrees. Everyone's just huddled huddled around like, you know, heaters and stuff. But, you know, it's you better, like, we- better weather today. Dude, you know what? Vegas changes in a matter of a day oh, sort of thing. Like yeah. there's, there's times, like I can tell you Sunday, I think we're going to go to the lake if we don't. Trying to figure out if we're going to go to ACMs again or if we're actually going to go to the lake sort yeah. of thing. I can't do both. But it's supposed to be like 92 at the lake. Golly. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, dude, I'm Let's in. get the boat. <laughs> dude, I'm in. I'm in. We just bought a boat last year. Uh, I got nice. into that wake surfing thing. Yeah, man. So I went and got a Malibu, and uh, nice. I am in heaven. Dude, I bet. Probably. That's so much fun. It took me like a whole summer to figure out how to wake surf. Really? It took me a whole summer, and I haven't done it in a few years, so I've probably got to relearn it. You know, it's... <laughs> We bought a we bought a, a Tahoe boat just to see if we liked it, like to go into the lake yeah. as a family, that sort of thing. And we went every single weekend. And then I got one of those wake surf edges I put on the side of the mm-hmm. boat and put out a little two foot swell, and I learned how to surf. Yeah, it's awesome. W- was not not as fun as it is now because now I mean I press a button and I've got a four and a half five foot wake and <laughs> um, it is heaven and I don't get hurt. Right, that's my favorite part because if you wake board well, you and you hurt. fall, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I think you can break bones. <laughs> I think you can break bones, dude. You've been around a while. Um, I, I did a little research and found didn't realize just how many singles you have out that are just seriously ridiculously badass. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Um, how long have you been in Nashville and like doing your thing? Man, I got I got to Nashville and in June will be five years since I've been to the town and um I I had like three classes three classes left you know in in college to finish up and and you know I was just. It was going into the summertime. It was like May, and I was like, my butt. I was supposed to graduate, but you know, I got behind because I was doing the music thing, and right. You know, I was just like, I think I'm just gonna go to Nashville and just, just you know, I can always finish later. I had that mentality, but you know, nowadays I'm like, nah, I'm gonna finish, but you know, maybe one day. But what did you go to school for? Uh, I, I really I went to school to um, play football and and uh, figure it out later. <laughs> what school did you go to? I went to Gardner Webb. It's in. Uh, North Carolina. We actually uh, first time we were in the um, the NCAA bracket for for basketball this really? year. First time ever. It was history. So that was How'd cool they do? to see. Oh yeah, Virginia beat us. Hey, we were up. We were up at halftime. So, but uh, yeah, man, I, w- I went to college and played football, and I started getting into music and writing songs there. And because uh, I got hurt playing, couldn't play anymore. So too many concussions so doubt yeah what what position you play i played linebacker and fullback so it was like hitting all the time right and uh that took a toll on me and couldn't play anymore so i turned to a guitar you know and uh, you know i was really down on myself so i, I turned to music as like my therapy you know did and, you play music before college uh you know i took like guitar lessons when i was like in eighth grade right or something like that and you know i always love music and you know i always mess around with the three chords i learned in eighth grade but I, I never really like started really diving into it until i was a junior in college yeah but uh but yeah and then i moved to town and um uh you know i started meeting folks and um you know connecting and networking with people and 
met uh, a guy named Red Akins, and you Heard know, him. He, and then yeah, <laughs> and he really took me under his wing, man, and taught me how to write songs. And actually, you know, he he got me a publishing company with co-venture with him and Sony ATV. Oh wow! And um, yeah, um, it's it's pretty funny. He, he <laughs> I got a DM from him. That's how we met on. Uh, on, on, twi- on Twitter, on Twitter, on really? Twitter, it said "holla at me, Rhett," and it gave his number. I'm not, I'm, I'm sitting at the bar with my buddies. I'm like, "Holy shit! <laughs> like this right. is crazy, man!" So uh, I was like, "I can't call him right now." So I called him the next day, and we talked for like a couple, like a long, like almost two hours. And um, you know, he invited me over to his house, and we had a couple beers and talked music. And he asked me what you know, I played him some songs I've been writing, and we just developed, you know, a relationship, just hanging out, just buzz, and then it kind of became like this. You know, mentor guy. You know, he's very. You know, and you know, t- taught me all about the business. And you know, you know, first couple of years I was there, I actually lived with him for like a year. No way. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was. I learned a lot that year, so I, it was pretty cool. I went back for um, Nashville, not Nashville, ACM Honors Show last August, September, October, something like that, in Nashville, over at the Ryman, and mm. he got uh, an award for something. I don't remember what it was for, but when he got up on stage, he told this story about how he went to Nashville himself. I'm sure you know the story. Mm-hmm. Where he walked into a bar and there's two people in it, one person playing guitar and one person behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And he started just make conversation with the guy that was playing music. And he, he was like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to move here. And the guy playing the music said, if you ever come here, here's my number. And wrote down his name and his number. And it's fucking Kenny Kitty Chesney. Chesney. Dude, yeah. I was like, what? The? Yeah, dude. So to hear your story just kind of in a sense brings it full circle i mean he's he's given back the way that and he said something really neat it's like now he's like i came here and uh kenny chesney you know that old story then he turns around and talks about his son Mm -hmm. is out on the road with kenny playing these big festivals and stuff and it's awesome i think that um i came from a background of kind of like working with i always like to say the easiest way to say is like warp tour bands yeah and it's kind of like um those dudes are they they fight tooth and nail you know to get what they get and there i don't there's some there's some kind of like family in there but it doesn't last forever but i've learned in this country thing i've been doing this 12 years now it's kind of like you guys are all hang out like the cool people hang out the cool people know each other you guys take care of each other like no other sure. i mean red atkins is like he's no joke he's 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 one of the greatest songwriters ever man he's right. a great guy and you know like you said you know he's you said you know he's told a story he's the best storyteller ever like yeah. you just hear him just talking about just telling stories about life and stuff like i think that's what you know he's such a great songwriter because he's such a great storyteller and right. he, he knows how to say things that's kind of neat yeah it's really cool what are your goals for this year like where do you see yourself going this year this goal oh man i i mean we're going out with luke Brian this year on his Who's Sunset Repeat. I have no idea. <laughs> Some guy called me up and said, Get, you don't want to go on the road? And I was like, Is that kind of how that fell together? Like literally got a phone call and said? Uh, yeah. Um, we were out, you know, uh, where were we? Oh, we were in Virginia Beach, and he, uh, I was talking to my manager, Carrie. Uh, she was uh is that the one that called me this morning said that you weren't tyler rich <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so if you saw me on the flyer on the internet of stoney's oh, toad did it <laughs> i hate to break it to you that was not me that was my buddy tyler rich yeah <laughs> but anyway, yeah he he called me up and i thought he was just gonna just give me hell like he always does or you know poke poke a joke or something and he's like what are you doing this summer i was like oh man i don't know because you want to go on the road, I was like, "Are you kidding?" I, I, I was a little bit more enthusiastic. I could have said, "I said some choice words." I was so right. excited. Fucking ain't right. You can say that. On yeah, your man. Hand. I was like, "You, you gotta be shitting me!" Like, you know, you know, just went crazy, and I was real excited, you know, to be able to, you know, because you think, you know, like I quit school and 
came to Nashville and did that. Now I'm going on, I'm playing this summer at Gillette Stadium with Luke Bryan and Cole Swindell. Like, are you kidding? Tiny, tiny show. Like, it's it, it, tiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's just this crazy dream, man. It's just, just crazy. I, I just had to stop and just realize, like, do I actually know what's going on or am I just going? So I literally had to, like, just sit back because you, you're on bam, 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 bam all the time and you just got to sit back and soak it all in and really realize what the hell is going on. And right. it, it's just a surreal, crazy feeling to think that, you know, you know, you put all this work in and it's, you know, it's actually to pay off, man. It's right. just, it's really rewarding. It's very, very humbling, man. It's, it's exciting, dude. I'm just, Do you write all your own stuff by yourself? Do you yeah. write with other people? I write with other people. Uh, I used to like, you know, you said earlier, you saw my old stuff that I put out in college. So right. back then, I was writing all those songs by myself, and and then um, put them out on you know iTunes and YouTube and stuff. And just it was a it was for fun, you know. And I wrote that Forever Girl song was by myself, and you know, uh, but I, I've been writing with a you know been in Nashville. I've been writing with a bunch of guys that have incredible writers and have pushed me, and really, I've learned a lot you know, from them and, you know, guys like Rhett and Mont Monty Criswell and Shane Miner and those guys are just awesome. And, you know, just getting in the room with them and watching them work and just, you know, and them trying to push me to like say what I got to say in the right ways. And, you know, right. it's pretty cool. Um, um, Hardy was in here a little bit early and they were talking about how long it took him to write that up down song. Yeah. And he's like, I think sat for like a year and I'm just like sit back and it's what, what is your, like when you walk into a room with a couple guys and you guys sit down, I mean, it's, I've heard the story that sometimes everyone clicks right away. Sometimes it's like a first date, a little bit awkward. Like mm -hmm. what's, what's your normal experience when you sit down to start writing? Do you walk in with stuff with ideas or normally it's, you know, we're out on the road a lot. So normally like I, I'm like, right, I'll hear some, somebody say something. I'm like, Oh, that's a hook to a song. Right. I'll put it in my notes on my phone and the next, you know, that Monday when we get in the writing room, I'll whip out my phone and have all these titles or hooks or melodies that I've, you know, been on in the truck or, you know, on the way to the farm or like on the way to a show. And I'm like singing it into like a voice memo, kind of like a, it's so not, it's not even it. words. It's like, eh, nah, 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 like, or something like that. Or, but, uh, but yeah, I usually just, you know, go off an idea. Um, sometimes we go off of a vibe, like, you know, sometimes if we're right with a, a track guy, he's got something cool going on and we, we kind of vibe off that. But usually I like to go in with a song or like a, a title or a hook and writing off that and get the chorus done and then kind of just build around it. Which fastest song you think you've like that you've written? Oh, definitely two, uh, two months ago we wrote a song called now, you know, and I wrote a song with, uh, brought Mary Hill and my buddy Clausen and, and uh, we literally wrote it in probably an hour and a half. Like we were done. We, start to finish. Start to finish. Like we were done. We had the, like, and I sang the vocal down on this little demo that Brock was, you know, he kind of made up this like little, you know, basic demo thing with a guitar and a loop. And, and, they, and we went into the studio, uh, two week, uh, two last week. Was it two weeks ago? It was last week, and we cut the song. It was like one of those songs that just, nice. it, it was just magic, man. It just happened. Like, we were just rolling. Great ideas were flowing. Uh, creativity was there, and we were just, you know, happy with it. And I played it for, you know, my team, and we just all loved it. And we were like, man, we, we got to go cut this song ASAP. So And it happened that it quick. It happened that quick. That's awesome. When yeah, are you going to put it out? I have no idea. Sweet. <laughs> You're I like I cut so. it. It's mine. No one else I can take have it. No idea, and I hope so soon, man. I cannot. I mean, we've been. I've been writing these songs. You know, getting. We've been. You know, giving the fans a song here and there for a couple of years now, and I'm just ready to 
unleash them all. You know, I'm just ready to get them all out there. Would you see yourself putting out a complete album? I don't know. We, we, we you know, definitely would love to do that. Um, right now, you know, our what, what's been working for us is just giving you know the fans a song here, song there, and just kind of, kind of, just letting the the snowball build and build and build instead of just you know giving. Give them all at once, and then they, right. the next day they want more. You just got to give them get I get, a little bit at a time, and and then that can also, you know, you give them a song, you concentrate on that, and then you can the content from that song, like a video and stuff, is you can really, you know, hey guys, like this is what we're doing right now, this is what we're gonna do, and it, it's hard to do that when you give them a big body of work, and then you're like, oh, y'all pay, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's tough because as a as a as a consumer of music, there's some artists that I've gone after, and they've only got the one single, and I get frustrated frustrated because i'm like dude you gotta have more than this i need to hear a little, a little bit more sure. but then it's like i've talked to some artists that have come through here where they're like you know we're gonna do this for like every 30 days we're gonna drop one single then other ones are like oh we're gonna put out this whole thing and then we're gonna push certain singles off but then other ones are just like just eps and it's kind of like you sit back and i'm not quite sure there is a, a, a formula there's, there's no formula i think it's, it's i think it's you know, I mean, I, I feel, I feel like that's, you know, like you just said, like, I feel like everyone's trying to figure out that sure. formula and everyone, I mean, shoot, man. Like, I mean, it's hard these days, you know, like, you know, no one's going out to Walmart to go buy full, nah. full length CDs anymore. It's just not that day. Anymore. I'm a consumer again of not just music, but I enjoy the vinyl side of it all. I buy, yeah, I buy, sure. I buy vinyl. So it's kind of like, uh, as artists put these things together, I hope that they, put it on vinyl even if it's a single it sounds so much better yeah dude i mean i was just listening to i just got a uh, chris cornell one of his albums in the mail and um this past weekend i just listened to it front and back it's awesome. and it's kind of like uh just that popping i love that sound just love the sound of vinyl i have my original uh record player that my mom gave me back in um I think it was like 1983. I've had it since. Really? And the sound that comes out of that thing, I had to buy a little preamp for it just to get for sound sure. out of it. But then I just got a newer one that's more like a piece of art, but it sounds so badass. And that's, oh. it's run by a piece of rubber. <laughs> that's what like turns it. And I just get to listen to it and we listen to music. I run it through the big stereo at the house, but it's like, I, you can't get away from the pop of, of the vinyl, like that can't crackle. Man. I, I yep. fucking love it, love it, love it. I like to put it in like, songs and stuff too yeah. like they you know they make these plugins you know and we're like man i'd love to have that in the intro of a song sure it's just cool. just to give people a taste yeah just give people uh, oh what's that yeah what do you um i'm probably gonna toot your horn but the music that you play seems like it's gonna last a long time um like the music you write and some of your that. older songs that like that have been around for a while um I've talked to some people just just in the last week that say that, that, that one of the biggest problems with country music is they just they give away that 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 number one hit too easy. Mm. You got thoughts on that? I mean, like, do you do you think that country music, like, if you go back and you look at like just music at a whole, you look at the Eagles, like their their music will last forever. A band like Journey, their music will last forever. Do you right. think that that's that that's that there's a place currently in yeah, country I music? Mean, I mean, definitely there's. I think it's there's a sound that people you know try to chase, and you know, of course, I think we're all trying to chase, and you know, it, without sounding, uh, you know, creating music that you know won't be dated, and Perfect. and and it won't be dated, and you won't be like, oh man, that, like you know, you listen to like the songs I put out in college, like, oh man, he sounded like a, he recorded that in the basement. I'm like, well, that's exactly where right. we recorded, yeah. you know, that's like the early days, and you know, but definitely, you know, with the sound we've been chasing and. You know, I think there is a, you know, the place for that, you know, timeless sound. And, right. And, you know, we're all chasing that, man. It's, I mean, 
Not she, all the artists are doing it this day, though. I mean, yeah. you see a lot of them, they come out with a pop country. I mean, I just get the giggles because you, you, you know, Tim Montana? Do you know him? He's a, he's a, um, he's an artist out of Nashville that writes a lot. Um, he writes, he does some stuff with like, you good friends with Billy Gibbons from ZZ okay. Top and stuff, stuff like that. He's a different, maybe like Southern rock kind of yeah. country, but, um, Everybody has this different genre of country music, I think, mm-hmm. these days. I mean, you've got the Southern stuff, you've got the Outlaw, you've got the Red Dirt, you've got mm-hmm. the Pop, you've, you've yeah, got all man. this There's stuff. There's so many different cons, man. So many great cons, too. I, mean, I like them all. all. Like, yeah. I do, too. I yeah. do, too. And some people are like, oh, that's not country. And like, come on. Like, it's yeah. all country. Yeah. Like, what what defines country? That's it doesn't, like, man. It's, it's country means, country doesn't mean country. Country means, like... It's whatever you want it to be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and say, I've said this a few times, I'm not, I'm not shy to stuff. I was not a fan of Sam Hunt when he first came out at all. Didn't understand. Really? Oh, my God. No, no, I couldn't. I just couldn't get it. I didn't get it. And then I listened to Behind the Pines. Mm-hmm. I was driving to San Diego one day, and I listened to that. And I was like, holy shit. Like, this dude's, like, he's legit. He's badass oh, as a writer, awesome. yes. as a producer. And then I watched a thing online about him that someone sat down with him, and his first producer they'd ever had uh, was in hip-hop. Well, like, and he came, I want to say he either went to Alabama or Arkansas and played football as well. I think it was Alabama. He played at UAB. Yep. Is that Alabama? Yeah. Birmingham or whatever? Yep. So knowing that what his background was and then learning more about him as an artist it kind of like changed to <laughs> who my thought of was him but behind the pines is what did it for me because i wasn't a fan of the stuff in the beginning i just didn't i thought it totally stepped away from what country was and what we know here yeah. i mean i hear some of the songs that people do line dances to but i think sometimes that 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 um people prejudge too much and i'm guilty of it yeah man i mean that was that i mean that that record he put out that first record he put out, man, you don't skip a song. Like every no, song. No, you listen to everything. Every song is a freaking macaroni sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I look at I look at the industry uh, today. I mean, Luke Combs in what two years has become a monster, right? Monster, dude. Monster. What you got five number ones right now, I think. <laughs> Something crazy like that yeah, in a matter this, of two years. Yeah, and this I think this this one's for you has been on you know, they said what the longest reigning on Billboard or something like that. Yeah, twenty five years and for male artists. Silly, yeah. Crazy. He played. So he played here two and a half years ago. So awesome. Two and a half years ago, he played yeah, here. He opened for for Corey Smith. Yeah, me and him used to play uh, Mexican restaurants when we were in college. Dude, it is the. <laughs> I look at his, I look at a story and I think it's the neatest thing in the world that you you find a guy like that who was going to school who quit school. Yeah. Similar story to you, and then yeah, just man. all of a sudden, I mean, I'd love to see you following his footsteps. That'd be badass, just like the same. Man, he's leading the way. I'm, you know. I mean, I look at him in a sense, and people always say that. Uh, I saw a meme the other day that said um, something about girls and fat guys, um, how, how they need to bring back the the, the ugly animal, and, mm-hmm. and then they made a reference toward Luke Combs and Ashley McBride, and I was just like, like I sit back and I'm like, that girl's fucking amazed balls too. Like, we got her. She played here. Next week she, she kicks just, ass, man. Dude, she was so awesome and probably one of the coolest. She's chicks. so nice, like she is so sweet. And, yeah, like, but she she kick your ass. Dude. She would kick my ass. Yeah, <laughs> she. I was laughing because she said something about the the RV that she was in. I go, you drive. She goes, fuck no, I pay these guys. They drive. <laughs> <laughs> She's just down to earth as yeah. hell. And I just, I think what my what my statement goes back to was just like it's kind of like sometimes you see this the pop world and some of these genres where they base it on their looks and they make them sound good. Mm. And you look at someone like Luke Combs who just doesn't fit the mold of a, yeah. a celebrity he's person. Just him, he's, he's just him. him. And yeah. he's dude, like, uh, um, I still talk to Cappy every now and then. Oh. And, and, uh, they're just probably the neatest people in the world. I'm, they were here and I guess that we paid him 500 bucks. 
I think the someone William Morris or maybe the label reached out and said, "Dude, he's going to be rowdy. Can you just throw him on the show? Like throw him five hundred bucks, something like that." And Hurricane had just hit um, the highway, and we were like, "Dude, we like that song. We like that dude. Let's do it." And then and then just all of a sudden, boom, boom, baby, boom. So yeah. I think the industry is really neat like that to know That's that cool. that they take someone that has good good things about them, like. I don't. I think I looked at a couple of your songs. I had like twenty-two million, like on YouTube views. Hmm. Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's. I mean, I mean, that's where it started, man. These the social media. You know, like I didn't know what I was doing right know, when I first started out. So I was just like, okay, how am I gonna? I just learned how to use social media to my biggest advantage, I guess, and my biggest marketing tool. And what's your favorite outlet there? Instagram. Like Instagram is, but I love Twitter too. I love Twitter. Twitter's fun just because it's like right there yeah. in the moment stuff. And, you know, Instagram's more of a highlight, you know, highlights, and I guess you could say. You getting and away from it, Facebook or you still use it a little bit? Man, or? I, man I, I I just, I struggle with Facebook. I, I get, I, I, they get on to me by like posting stuff on Facebook. They're like, you need to do more on Facebook. Come right. on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's usually just I'm on Twitter and Instagram, but. And I deleted Snapchat probably three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Our uh, our graphic designer here tells me that we need to get more into Snapchat, and I'm like, yeah, I, I just never don't get it. I just, and like, no. Not with Instagram, you got a story that's the same yeah, damn thing. Exactly. It's like, I like the fact that like our our socials here, like we run our whole business social. That's it. We use mm. Facebook as a major tool. We use Instagram as a tool. But our stories, uh, we put up our stories, and we probably get like I don't know somewhere between like fourteen and eighteen percent of our mm. followers look at our story. Yeah. Which is fucking rad. That's huge. I mean, you, That's huge. you can't get anyone to like anything anymore because everyone's just flipping through. That's all they do. Sitting on the can, just going like this all day long. Like right. to get likes is like crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but the stories is love. I mean, we've had artists that come in here. Uh, I don't know if you know who Tony Jackson is. Super traditional country coming up. A year ago, no social at all. Now he's so social that like people watch him and they want to know about him and they realize that hey, they want to know that you're walking through a BNA and you're going to tag the floor, you know, the carpet, that yeah, sort of thing. And they sure. want to know like your sound check. That people have no yeah, idea they, of this. Yeah, man. People want people will love to see in the what makes the artist them and the, what their lives are. Sure, not outside on stage, of, yeah, not on stage. And you know, I had you know, I was doing meet and greets, and people always that you know, like, how's your mom? How's your mom? And like, they know my parents by name, and I'm like, right. oh yeah, they're good. How do you? I'm like, oh yeah, because I you know, share that my whole story. Not the only creepiest thing that's ever happened to me was a couple of years ago. Someone from Ohio or somewhere like that. It was like a Midwest state was going through Georgia, figured out where I grew up and took a picture of my parents' house from the road. And we got like, there's a long driveway. So it wasn't like they were like at the front door, but I mean, they took a picture of my house at the road where they're, you know, and said, it, and they were like, Hey, John Langston, I know where you grew up, blah, blah. I was like, oh, what? That's that is super crazy. Weird. But that was probably the only weird thing. But I mean, you know, but I love, you know, sharing my life with the fans and stuff. It's, you know, they, they connect that way. And, yeah. you know, they, they love, you know, seeing me, you know, go, go hunt or play the dog or, you know, go to the lake with some buddies and like, you know, just be like a real person, Normal instead, of person the, yeah. instead of a robot in the studio working my ass off, you know, all that. They, they, they see that, you know, but they want, they want to see the, we've done the a couple of things where we've had people that are fans of an artist come out and kind of like hang out in the afternoon with us and kind of like show them the ins and outs of what, what it takes to put a show together. And they never really get it until they actually yeah. live it. So I think that 
socially it's a neat it's, it's a, a neat, neat thing element. man it's a it's a cool time and you know in our world dude just see who who you look up to and who who you admire and you get to get a sneak peek at behind the curtains and you know it's cool. right it's cool. you have a relationship with cole swindell i do i do just guys, text him a little bit again yeah yeah so he's, a, he's on he just landed i think did he yeah we actually just booked a show he's actually playing here um a diamond a diamond resorts gig yeah uh, i want to say in, in may i think and then we just booked him we also do the booking up in Coeur d'Alene. we booked him for the grand opening up there of a of a um a tribal indian tribe casino <laughs> nice. may may 3rd we're super excited to go Dude, up there and he's and he's awesome man he, he he's actually so when i was in college when i was put you know this was like 2013 um before i knew luke or carrie or any, any anyone on, on the kp family um like I posted a a video on uh, on YouTube. It was a cover of "Beer in the Headlights" that he wrote that Luke, you know, put out. Right. And so I'm get I'm playing a round or something down in down in Atlanta, and I get a I get off stage and like my phone's blowing up, and I look on Twitter and you know everyone's like some you know Cole tweeted at you. He saw your you know video and what's he said. Someone give me John Langston's number, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" Because like, I really like Cole's one of the greatest songwriters, man, in, right. in, in in Nashville, and he's and he's you know incredible performer, and I, I and I love what he's you know what he does, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like the guy I look up to is like trying to reach you didn't out know to him me. before then, right? No, I didn't yeah. know. So you know, I was going to school in North Carolina, and we we linked up, and I, he's like, "Man, I'm playing," you know, in Charlotte. Um, you know, this weekend, I'll give you a ticket at the door. You come hang out, whatever. And, you know, sure enough, we, I went to a show and we got to hang out and told him how much I admired his stuff and got to meet him and his guys. And, you know, it's been buzz ever since. So it's pretty cool how, you know, how that's happened. And, you know, he's a, he's just an awesome guy. We like to have fun. That's good. Yeah, dude. That's good. That's actually super cool. I know that he did some stuff with uh, Miss America and Chris, the guy that owns the place. His uh, his mom was on the board for Miss America forever. Really? Yeah. And we had always joked about having Cole come here and play, and it's like one of those things that we we know what we are and where we sit and where we fit and everything like that. It's like um, we've heard heard rumors of some artists that come through here that that want to like. Um, couple years ago blake shelton was going to do like this pop-up show during acm and it just mm. one of those things that just fell through chris young was going to do something like that it just kind of fell through but we've always wanted to do something i'm excited to see him play this room for the diamond resorts thing i'm only benefiting be cool. that show because um it's only gonna be 200 people here and it's yeah. super private it's on an off night so like yeah. nobody's really gonna know but it's gonna be one of those neat things where we might have something up our sleeve for tonight i'm not saying i heard that already but <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty dope i mean it's gonna be fun tonight i think uh, uh i'm looking forward to seeing you. i've never seen you play live and okay. um i think this i'm glad everything came around the way it came around we were we were struggling uh probably about two months ago about what we were going to do for acm because normally we do something outside yeah we do this big tailgate and it's just acm is so tough because you guys as artists are pulled in so many different ways that we literally sat down i sat down with nick miller and was like listen dude this is what i got this is what i want to do these are the artists that i want to go after you tell me if this is real or not and it kind of i think it's going to be tonight's going to be super fun it's going to be awesome yeah it's going to be awesome i think it's super neat it's going to be rocking dude hardy's one hell of an artist man never seen him live either he's a good dude man and both of our you know his set is just it's full of energy ours is rocking and it's just going to be a party man it's going to be cool 
Yeah, I'm kind of. It's going to be neat. This probably won't come out for like probably another five days, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see the aftermath of what happens tonight <laughs> because they've they've got some special guests coming. You guys got some special guests coming, and yeah. um, last year it was um, last two years during this time. It's just the we are country year round, and I think that our goal has always been to take an artist like yourself and just show you a good time, give you good sound, give you a good place to play, good stage, and let the organic growth of your experience here just do what it does and. Um, when an artist comes to town that as they grow, if they've never been here or if they have been here and they've grown, like to come back is Dustin Lynch came walking in here one night. We're like, dude, you want to want us to take you away and put you somewhere? He's like, nah, I'm just a regular dude. And it was probably one of the neatest things in the world because people get starstruck here in some sense, but at the same time, they're just kind of like, man, it's a country bar and they're human. So it's kind of yeah, neat. I'm looking forward to, to seeing your set. I'm looking forward to this whole night. It's going to be fun, man. It's awesome, man. I appreciate and, uh, it. Tell people how they can find you online. Ah, uh, Instagram is just John Langston, John with no H. <laughs> I didn't fuck that one up. Just <laughs> <laughs> and then on Twitter, it's John T. Langston and Facebook is John Langston Music. And yeah, you know that when you're on Instagram and you post something, there's a little button underneath it that just added the last update that you can share it to your Facebook too. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty um, dope. That's what I'll probably just that do. way you don't have to worry about posting on Facebook. Exactly. Now, problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> right on. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, man. Country AF Radio's on demand.